Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Tonight is the Packers going on the road against the 49ers. I think the Packers absolutely, positively have to, have to win this football game given the fact that they couldn't get past the Niners at all for what uh, seemed like two games that would never end last year if you are a Packers fan. Two absolute beatdowns. Packers all the way out to an over seven and a half, uh, over touchdown favorite, seven and a half according to the number I'm seeing right now. Uh, on the road against the 49ers. That is pretty remarkable to be that kind of favorite. And I think it speaks again to all of the injuries that are currently afflicting the 49ers, which we will talk about with Dr. David Chow in the third hour of the program. But the NFL Week 9 gets back under action underway tonight. The MAC, the return of the MAC, uh, indeed happened yesterday. Uh, Last night, all of the MAC conference was underway on Wednesday night, and word is that the NBA is going to 72 games beginning on the 22nd of December, right before Christmas. Very short-lived vacation for many different people out there. Um, One bit of news that, that I thought was interesting, I wanted to get your take on it, Dub. Tommy Tuberville is now a United States senator. I think it's flown under the radar because there's so much election chaos going on in general. But if you are a college football fan, Tommy Tuberville, the former coach of uh, Ole Miss, the former coach of Auburn, and the former coach of Texas Tech and Cincinnati, he has coached in a lot of different parts of this country, is now the United States senator from the state of Alabama. He memorably said, fear the thumb, uh, or at least uh, ran with the uh, ran with the idea when he won six games in a row as the head coach of Auburn against Alabama. You are an Auburn grad, Dub. Did you ever think when you were watching Tommy Tuberville that he would one day be a United States senator? Yeah, I'm not sure I would. He really parlayed uh, his coaching career into, you know, obviously some more success down the line. And remember, when he was at Texas Tech, he left Texas Tech for Cincinnati, a move that some would say is a, you know, a downward move, but that was one of the decisions he made going from a Power 5 school to a non-Power 5 school. So I know that caused a lot of controversy, but yeah, he won uh, his race uh, yesterday. By over 20 points, I think. I haven't seen the final margin, but I mean, he, uh, he won easily. And for people out there who don't realize it, United States Senator, six-year term. So, I mean, he is uh, he's going to be on the national stage for a long time now, one of 100 senators. 
Yeah, he covered the spread in the uh, in his election. Yeah, he definitely covered the spread. All right, so that left me wondering, and I didn't tip anybody off here, but what current coach would you want to draft into the U.S. Senate right now if you had to pick a current coach? And I'll start. Uh, I would also go to the state of Alabama. I think Nick's – I would right now. I would rather Nick Saban be president of the United States – than uh, than either, I think, Joe Biden or Donald Trump, right? We're still waiting to see who is going to win the presidency, that the vote counting goes on and on. But I, I, I legitimately think a lot of time when I watch Nick Saban coach, I think we wasted him on football. And the guy is so talented. And I'm not saying football is not important, but in the grand scheme of things, like if Abraham Lincoln had ended up a high school basketball coach instead – and he won a bunch of state titles, or even if he had ended up a college basketball coach. I feel like we kind of wasted him, right? I feel like we're wasting Saban on football. His skill set and also his, you know, basically no-nonsense ability to focus on things that matter to get the best out of people, I feel like Nick Saban is being wasted on football. I, I, I would vote 1 billion percent for Nick Saban to be president of the United States. So, and I wouldn't even blink twice, but I don't know anything about Nick Saban's politics. Zero. Don't particularly care because I think he would be good at confronting and solving all of the crises that might arise. I, we know he'd work at a high level, but also the, uh, the, the willingness to just not get caught up in nonsense, uh, I think would be pretty incredible to see. So I would go for Saban for the Senate, but I would take it an even a step further, and I would nominate him as my uh, as my candidate for president right now. Dub, I'll start with you since you're a big college football fan, and then I'll jump around to uh, to the rest of the crew. Tuberville is in the Senate. Who would you draft as either senator or president? The Saban pick is a great pick because I definitely I agree with you. And you're an Auburn fan, but you're like I'd be not only because it would get Saban out of coaching Alabama, but I I legit it's not even hyperbole. I legitimately think Nick Saban would do a fantastic job as president of the United States. I totally agree, and you know his ability to to adapt. You've seen over the years how he's changed Alabama, especially on the offensive side. You know they his used ab- to be kind of a, a boring team. A, totally. You know, Ground and his and ability to work with anybody. Every year he's got a brand new coaching staff and he still has success. People are constantly coming and going in the White House. Uh, I, I just think it would be an incredible hire. Yeah, that's a great point. I think another guy, this is a tough question. Uh, maybe, maybe, uh, God, maybe Brian Kelly. I don't know. He he seems like a guy that, you know, likes to take charge and, uh, you know, lead the room. And he's had a lot of success wherever he's gone. So maybe he's another uh, option there. I'll give you another one. Well, let me see who else everybody else take. Danny G, do you have a do you have a candidate? I do. Okay, so it needs to be a college coach. I mean, it could be. I'll, I'll give you NFL coach too. I'll give you one college and one NFL really quick. For my college pick, I'd say Mike Leach. Oh, that would <laughs> be absolute. That would be absolute chaos. <laughs> yes, and because the presidential, uh, uh, you know, relations with the media would just be outstanding. Yes. Um, and then for the NFL, Eddie would like this selection, Mike Tomlin. Yeah, just the right touch of intimidation. He's a very smart guy, and he could just look at people across the aisle and get things fixed. What about you, Eddie? Uh, who would you think Tuberville to the Senate? I feel like it's kind of gotten lost in the in the shuffle. What a big deal that is to have a guy who formerly was the coach of Texas Tech, Auburn, Ole Miss, and Cincinnati, and now he's in the Senate from Alabama for the next six years. I'm a big Dabo fan. You think Dabo would be a great? I, I love Dabo. I really do. Um, yeah. I know he's he's only 50. He's actually younger than me, which is insane that I think about it. He'd be the but first dancing president. I, I'm a big Dabo fan. So you'd go in on Dabo. What about you? Uh, what about you, Roberto? Uh, I got to go with Bobby Petrino, man. That's, <laughs> oh, God. That picture of him with the neck brace with the red face. It's just classic, man. I got to go Bobby Petrino. I we think- need to open this up at some point. Maybe tomorrow we'll let people call in and do their nominations. Because if we did all coaches, uh, that would be a pretty interesting list. Here's another one I'll put out there. How about David Shaw? We've had him on the show before, the head coach of Stanford. The dude is uh, professorial in his ability to understand and explain things. I think he would be. Uh, I think he would be pretty good. I, I honestly, I, I don't even think this is crazy. 
I think we could almost draft a group of coaches that would be every bit as good or better than the 100 United States senators that we have right now. Uh, If we just wiped out the U.S. Senate and we had to go only to coaches to replace the existing senators, who would you go with? Put a pin in this one. We're going to – I'll open up the phones tomorrow on this to get people's opinions on who they would take uh, because I do think there's probably a lot of people out there that have some interesting ideas. And what we'll do tomorrow is we will open it to all coaches. So any coach, any sport that you think would translate well to the political arena in honor of Tommy Tuberville becoming United States Senator from uh, Alabama. Uh, We haven't done this in a while, but I like to ask you guys, hey, if you enjoy the show, go give us five stars. Five stars on the podcast review. You type in OutKick. You type in my name. It pops up. You can go listen and subscribe. We appreciate all of you doing that, but give us five stars. Danny G is in charge of going through and looking at the five-star reviews. If you make Danny G laugh, if you uh, impress him with your uh, with your review, then he will read uh, your review, and you get a one-of-a-kind Literally, I believe, unless I'm lying, and this is actually up on the site, but I literally believe the only thing, uh, the only way that you can get a five-star OutKick t-shirt is by giving a five-star review. And so, Danny G, you got some five-star reviews for us. I do. All right, let's go here. And I like to start out by reading a one-star review just to... Balance the palate. Yeah, keep you from getting a big head before I read the ones kissing your bootay. By the way, almost everything is five-star or one-star. That's perfect for the internet. Everything is either the best you've ever seen or the worst you've ever seen. Uh, so that inevitably is uh, is the name of the game, and we typically are uh, soliciting the five-star. John J. Esquire, the title is, Thought This Would Be Better. Clay is one of the most mediocre people who has ever lived. Wow, that's a, that's a big standard. <laughs> but that's not even that bad of a thing to say yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Being one of the most mediocre people that's ever lived just means you're average. You'd be in the right? Baseball Hall of Fame. I mean – one of the most mediocre people who's ever lived just means that you're an average human, which isn't like the most the, the biggest insult you could give someone. So uh, swing and a miss on the first line there, I think, but continue. <laughs> All right, so here we go with our first five-star Is that T-shirt it? winner. That's the entire review? Oh, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I, I just, you know, there's not that many one-star reviews to choose from. Thank goodness for we you. Used to, you know, we used to do I Hate You, Clay Travis, and we'd get a lot of hate. And over the years, you've had to deal with this. I've become America's sweetheart. Now everybody loves me. Yeah, I have no idea why, but you're right about that. All right, uh, first five-star review winner here from Zlobodad. Lawyer to lawyer is his title. Love the show. As a lawyer, I know the facts are typically offensive. It's so rare these days to find anyone even bothering to address them before spouting propaganda on whatever stance they're taking that hour. The show is a breath of fresh air because you guys don't do that. Everyone's entitled to their own opinions, and I like how you give everyone a voice on the show. Also, love sports, and I love visiting Nashville. Come see us in Asheville sometime. Maui Invitational 2020. Keep it up, counselor. That is true. And they moved. I don't know if people recognized or saw this story because there's so much chaos every day in the universe of, uh, of stories. But the Maui Invitational, which usually occurs, obviously, in Hawaii, has been moved to Asheville, North Carolina this year. Asheville's a great town. The, the Biltmore, um, I've been uh, you got uh, Thomas Wolfe's home. I, uh, I've i been to Asheville a couple of different times in recent uh, history. The population's exploding um, right in the uh, right in the mountains there across the line from Tennessee. Great place. Alright, the next five-star t-shirt winner here from Sem Stew. His title is Clay, Trump, and Clinton. All you need to know about the greatness of this podcast is is that Clay has repeatedly interviewed Trump, which Hillary Clinton pays to run ads on the show. The first is that am- true? I, she does have ads on the show. People, I, people reach out to me all the time, by the way. I, I always think this is interesting. Like, as if I'm sitting down and choosing which ads run during the commercial breaks or during the podcast breaks or whatever else. And, and I always say this, but let me make it clear. I am a capitalist. If you spend enough money, you can advertise on our show. But I have nothing to do other than saying, hey, uh, I I did say, hey, any politician who wants to advertise on the show and reach our audience, regardless of their their background, 
can advertise. Democrat, Republican, independent, you know, whatever political stance they have, if they want to spend the money, I'll take it. That's the only thing I've done in terms of answering questions. Otherwise, Capitalism 101, somebody wants to spend more money to reach my audience than somebody else. I'm taking their money. All right, yeah, sorry. Yes. But that's, that's, uh, that's, I'm not making decisions like looking at advertiser lists and being like yes or no. No, uh, Sam Stu has taken note of that. He said the First Amendment and capitalism are alive and well at OutKick. It's true. I'm a capitalist. I want to make as much money off this show as possible. You want to advertise with us, more power to it. Dive in. Who's next? All right. His handle is Jake251717. His title is Getting Me Through. I've been deployed in the Middle East since June. I was a huge Will Kane follower. Once he switched to Fox News, I was in need to find a sports podcast that actually said what they think rather than what the show thinks the audience wants to hear. Yeah. I appreciate your honest opinion. Keep it up. Will Kane, good dude. We got a great podcast with him on the Wins and Losses podcast. And look, if you haven't listened to the Wins and Losses podcast and you like this show, 36 long-form conversations now we have done. If you're going to be on a drive, you know, I got I know we got Thanksgiving coming up and the holidays and a lot of people I think more than normal are going to be getting in their cars instead of flying and whatnot. Maybe your dad or mom up in front of the car and you're looking for something to do while the kid while the kids are on the iPad uh in the back of their car or whatever they're doing and I'm basically describing the last 12 years of my life since we had kids that's what goes on everywhere we drive and you want something that you're like I can listen to and also it's going to be clean like I don't have to worry about oh my god is there going to be a curse word am I have to turn it down and also really entertaining trust me on the wins and losses podcast great for a long drive and there are 36 of them. So you can just scroll through and be like, oh, that guy, that girl, that sounds like something I'd be interested in hearing. Boom, pop it in. And uh, and I think people will uh, really enjoy a lot of those. All right, the next five-star winner here, his handle is Covert Threads. His title is Negativity Led Me to You. I was listening to a different podcast where they were speaking negative about you. <laughs> That's what made me decide to listen to your podcast and judge for myself. And now I subscribe to you and your podcast is the first one I listen to. Keep doing your thing. I, and by the way, the reason why I brought up the wins and losses is Will Kane is one of the guests on the wins and losses podcast, formerly at ESPN, now at Fox News. He's having a lot of success and doing a good job on television there on the weekend on their morning show. Uh, and look, that's why I don't get. That's why I really don't care about what people say about me. People are like, "Oh my God, did you see what so and so said about you, or what so and so wrote about you? It's unbelievable." That's that's my voice for people who are constantly like a, a worried about what people are saying. I don't really care because it's great free advertising. The number of you listening right now is stratospheric. Who initially heard something bad about me? I mean, I'm not lying about that. There is every time somebody says something bad about me, there are people who are like, well, I got to go. What's all this talk about Clay Travis? Why, why are people talking about Clay Travis so much? I'm going to go listen to him. And some people will be like, oh, I hate that guy. And they'll keep listening, right? That's the Howard Stern effect. There are tons of you out there listening right now uh, who hate me. Thank you for making me rich. Uh, and thank you for listening so much. But there are also tons of you that heard, oh, you'll hate Clay Travis. And then you start listening to the show and over time, I've grown on you, and now you're like a zealot, right? I mean, there are so many people I've seen in my radio career who start off as haters and then turn into pretty big fans. It's like that that uh, meme that goes around all the time of Alonzo Mourning uh, shaking his head like, no, 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 and then like yeah. almost immediately he starts shaking, starts nodding. If you listen to me long enough, that's basically the outkick listenership initially like this guy's crazy I have no idea what he's talking about and then you get that moment of realization you're like you know I kind of kind of agree with what he's saying but anyway that's why negativity out there people saying they hate the show or they hate me is actually the best advertising we can get because people think and this is good lesson for you in general you think that everybody's going to agree with you like that's what people think in a social media age like oh all my friends are going to agree with whatever I put on Facebook or whatever I put on Twitter or whatever like the reality is about 40% of the people that you say something on completely disagree with you. They may not want to argue with you, but when somebody says, I hate Clay Travis, there's four of the 10 people who hear that. They're like, hmm, I might like this Clay Travis guy. 
because secretly they might hate you and they're not telling you. Just FYI. All right. And uh, two final T-shirt winners here. D. DeHobby is his handle, his title. When I listen to OutKick. When I listen to OutKick. When I'm in the car. When I'm working out. When my wife is telling me about her day. When I'm walking the dog. When I'm at a formal dinner with my in-laws. When my wife is yelling at me for listening to OutKick when she's telling me about her day. It's always a good time to listen to OutKick. Thanks, y'all, for the escape from the real world. Uh, I'm happy to help that, and I certainly understand why people need escapes from the real world more than ever, ever before. All right, and our final winner here from P. John. I used to be a racist. I am a middle-aged white male. I was racist. That was before I listened to Clay Travis. I was on my way to a rally when I heard the most inclusive national anthem ever. (laughs) I pulled over, tears streaming down my face, and came to the conclusion that we are all one. Now my new pilgrimage is to Nashville to give Whitlock a hug. There you go. If you don't know what he's talking about, maybe we need to play the inclusive national anthem uh, when we come back out of break. The uh, best one minute and 38 seconds of your life. Or... I had a joke there. Um, uh, best one, your, your wife uh, Your wife might disagree, uh, but you don't have a wife. Uh, a lot of other people out there do. Uh, it's the best hey one now. minute and 38 seconds outside of your bedroom that you ever heard of. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestine tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their redestine test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be uh, we bring in now uh, Jeff Schwartz. Schwartz, I, we were just saying, like, uh, as we're kind of breaking down um, the fact that Tommy Tuberville is now a United States senator, formerly coached at, at Ole Miss, at Auburn, at Texas Tech, and at Cincinnati. If you had yeah. to pick any coach right now to be president of the United States, who would you pick? Well, I, David Shaw to me is someone that's one. the Pac-12 conference. Yeah. David Shaw, like, would be great. I'll tell you what. I, I might throw a vote to Andy Reid just because I think Andy Reid would, would would run on a platform of like more more cheeseburgers and ice cream sundaes for all of us, <laughs> and I would be on board with that platform. That feels to me like a platform that I think that we could all all get along with. So um, I mean, David Shaw is great. Like I think that he was he's the easy answer, right? I think if you look at at his accomplishments and the way he carries himself and how thoughtful and 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 and, and, that, and um, you know how uh, how intelligent he is, I mean, he he would be the easy answer. Uh, for me on the college side especially we're talking to Jeff Schwartz uh former NFL offensive lineman for eight years what what do you think about so tonight NFL week nine is back right yeah uh and so we got the Packers and we got the Niners if you were having to choose and set the future for Jimmy Garoppolo with the 49ers how many more years are they committed to him beyond this season that's a good question. I don't think many. Um, I, I don't think many. You know, I think there was some talk last year about, you know, this offseason just about, you know, like maybe we need to find his replacement. And I, I go back to this. I, mean, I mentioned this before, either, you know, either hosting your show or, or you know, when, when we've talked every week, that, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, lost a lot of um, uh, points with this team for the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl because yeah. he had a couple opportunities. And, and this is the thing, you, you know, you pay your quarterback – to win those moments, right? Like you're yes. up 2010 in the Super Bowl, and you have George Kittle on third and six, wide open, and that was the play for him. And you just go to someone else, and like that Kittle's wide open on the third. Like he's your dude. The play was called to get him open. He's open, and you throw to I think Sanders, uh, and and it was a bad pass. And then later in the game, you have Sanders again. I was I was sitting right there, like I was. At the he's wide open for the touchdown. Wide open for the touchdown, and the game's over, right? You you're not game's over, but you a minute left in the game, and you won the game. And, and you become a legend, by the way. If he makes that throw Correct. the rest of his career, all anybody talks about is the Emmanuel Sanders big play pass I mean, that he made. Look at Joe Flacco. I mean, it, like it made Joe Flacco's career to win a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. I mean, like it's so. So he missed those throws, and he comes this year, and he gets hurt. He's just not playing very good, and he's been benched twice. I know it's more of injury related than anything else. So I think that if Shanahan could find a way to get out of that deal, whether it's via a trade or whether you know maybe send it back to New England. Um, I think he would be open to having that discussion. So the Packers are over a touchdown favorite in this game. They got whipped two times last year, including in the NFC Championship game by the 49ers. I know the 49ers are walking wounded right now. They've had a ton of injuries this year. You mentioned George Kittle. He's got major issues. Jimmy G's got major issues. Does that matter for the Packers in terms of just being able to beat the 49ers? They need to get this win no matter what. But in their mind, do those injuries factor in very much? I mean, probably. I mean, if you look at the spread, right, the Packers, um, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers says, really good uh, against the spread after a loss, an uh, upper 60%, I think. Yeah. And then you look at uh, you look at um, him on Thursday night, too. He's very good on Thursday night. It's hard to prepare against to play Rodgers. But the Niners, I'll tell you what, man, I know they're out Trent Williams, their left tackle, but they they their offense is not bad with Nick Mullins running it. I mean, it's just like good. And, and I worry that – what the Niners are going to do is shorten the game up. They're going to say, hey, look, we're going to run the football. We saw last weekend that running the football was something the Packers can't stop, and I'm not sure why this would be any different tonight. 
So I don't know if I feel great taking the Packers in this game as, as a cover. I, I think that it's probably maybe the right thing to do, but it doesn't always mean I feel like great taking that bet. Because uh, I think you keep this close if they, the formula that works for them, which is run the football, you know, some easy passes, play defense, that, that could keep them in the game. How nervous do you think Ravens fans should be about what they have seen from Lamar Jackson against the Steelers and against the Chiefs this year? Plus, if you want to include it, the playoff game against the Titans, which are the three biggest games yeah. in the last eight or so that Lamar Jackson has played. Yeah, you have to be you have to be really worried because there's there's issues. I mean, you could you know you could make the argument that he cost him the game last weekend, right? Because four turnovers played fine. The Steelers yeah. had 250 yards on offense. Like they, he threw a pick six, threw really a, another, another bad interception, a couple of red zone fumbles. Um, you know, curious to see how he bounces back this weekend. The Colts' defense is really good, um, and so and they, I think they, they're number one in the NFL in least amount of missed tackles too. So like they're a really good, solid defense. I mean, you have to be concerned because. You have to beat the Chiefs and Steelers to get to the to get to the Super Bowl. Like that's yeah. the goal every year, right? To get to the Super Bowl. And you look at last season, and there was a lot of talk about you know working on his passing this this offseason. And against better teams, he just he's just not as good. I mean, there's no way there's no way around it. And uh, when you built your team uh, around Lamar like they have, it's a concern. Also, look, it's his left tackle is now out for the season. Uh, Stanley, uh, the kid from Notre Dame, was really really good. And so it's, it's going to be tougher now, right? They lost a Hall of Fame right guard in Marshall Yanza this offseason. He retired. They've lost now their, another, their next best lineman off of last season, Ronnie Stanley. Um, so it's just, it's, you know, these, this is why windows in the NFL typically are small, right? Because attrition happens. I mean, look at your Titans. You lose Taylor Luan, and the offense has gone, hasn't played well, right? Like, it's hard to play in the NFL when you start losing superstars. And that's why windows are so short in the NFL, especially if you have a quarterback that's not Pat Mahomes or Russell Wilson or Tom Brady, um, you have to kind of strike when the iron's hot. And uh, I think Baltimore this year is probably out of the picture of winning the Super Bowl. Do you think the Steelers are the best team in the NFL? I know they're 7-0, and but are they the best team? No, I don't think so. I think they're actually third. I think that you can make a case for, for Tampa Bay, either one or two, obviously. Here's Kansas City's thing. It's very simple. Is that I think they're so good at times, they get bored with themselves. And when they really want to play, when they really want to play, like the Ravens game, they'll smoke anyone in the NFL. Like, like, like when they, and I think the one team Tampa could give them trouble, so could Pittsburgh. Could Pittsburgh beat them? Of course they could beat them, right? You hit Pat Mahomes, you force turnovers, you play keep away on offense, which is sort of what they did against Tennessee, right? Just kind of like kept the ball away from, from Ryan Tannehill a bunch in that game, long drives they had. And so, yes, there's a path to beating the Chiefs, but when they, when they want to play Clay, no, no one's going to beat the Chiefs, right? I mean, like, even last year, the Niners gave them their best shot they can give, and the Niners couldn't beat them. And so I think that Tampa Bay is probably the best team to do so because of Tom Brady, that offense, all the weapons they have, and defensively, Pittsburgh's offense is just not explosive enough. It needs to work on that the last half of the season. There's been some talk about expanding the playoffs and going to eight teams so I got a couple of different questions about the playoff picture as we come up on effectively the halfway point of the season. How important to guys is getting that bye? Now there's only one bye week, the number one overall seed. If you did away with that and everybody had to play starting wild card weekend, how much different are the playoffs in the regular season? It would change a lot of, of what of, of how we view this. I think I think the last time a team did not did not have a bye made or won a Super Bowl was the Ravens in 2012. Yeah. Like, the bye is, is supremely important because you get to rest. First of all, I mean, that time of year, your body's just beat up. You get an extra week of rest. Like, that's, that feels great. I mean, I remember we did this my rookie season. We had uh, we had that week off, and then we, we lost to the Cardinals in the, the lone six-interception game. But, like, it, you feel so much more refreshed playing that game um, in that minute, I play a playoff game. I, we played Sunday and then we play the playoff game Saturday. Like that's hard to do, right? The quick turnaround on your body in week 18 is, is really difficult. So it would even, even, it would even the playing field a little bit. Um, I think, look, I, I, I know why they're, you know, why they're trying to do it this year. Um, I'm not always in favor of more playoff teams, honestly. I mean, you know, college football always talk about more really like, do we need to see more? Like there's three teams that can win a title this year. Do we need to put eight teams in there just to say we're playing you know, more playoff games. I don't know if that's what we need to do around sports. We're talking to Jeff Schwartz. A couple more questions here. Given the fact that there's not much of a home field advantage, does it really matter where you're seated 
from two to seven. You just said, obviously, getting a playoff, uh, getting a number one seed and getting the bye, assuming that happens, matters. But otherwise, it seems like you're going to have kind of the antiseptic, almost neutral field environment. I understand it's a benefit to get to stay near home and everything else. But is home field really going to matter at all in the NFL playoffs? I mean, there are some states, right? Florida, Tennessee, uh, you know, Baltimore, Pittsburgh are allowing more fans. Yeah, but there's like 10 or 12,000 people there. I mean, it feels like, yeah, I mean, in a 60,000 seat state, I've been, like I I went to Titans Bills and I went to Texans Titans and I'm going to go this weekend to the Bears Titans game and I'll be there with my kids. It's, I mean, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun to watch, but it's not like you feel as if there is any substantial form of home field advantage. Yeah. So I think I think that the weather will will then be the yeah. determining factor, right? So like Seattle, right? You have let's say Tampa has to go to Seattle uh, and play in the rain in January, versus Seattle going to Tampa and playing the heat in January. Right. That to me feels like or um, Green Bay you know, gets to host a game and it's Lambeau yeah. and it's super cold. So yes. the environment like is the factor as opposed to the crowd environment. Yes, which which, which I actually think in the playoffs. Like, really, that's almost more important. I mean, look, playoff teams, the noise doesn't really bother playoff teams. I mean, like, like they're like, look, I, I was at the AFC Championship game uh, when the Chiefs uh, lost the Patriots. The Patriots were unaffected by the noise, 0%. It didn't, it no, no false starts, no penalties, no timeouts for, for, for misalignment. Look at Tennessee last year. They went into Baltimore. They went into, they went into New England and won. I mean, look, they didn't have – they didn't lose the Chiefs game because of the noise, right? I mean, the, the great teams – Noise is not that big of a concern. You're good enough to overcome that. It's the weather, in my opinion, when you're playing in the snow and the wind and the rain versus playing at home in better weather. That feels like more of an issue than it does the crowd noise. We're talking to Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL vet, often sits in as a guest host when I am out as well. Last question for you. Pac-12 is back, finally. Oh, yeah. Uh, what do you expect to see in the Pac-12 this year, and is there any chance any of these teams could contend for the playoff? Um, I mean, you know, USC is probably the best team to contend for the playoff just because their schedule. and The, the Pac-12 South is terrible, and USC could easily go 6-0, and and then uh, obviously they have to win a Pac-12 championship game against probably Oregon. You know, Oregon obviously has the most talented team at the moment, but they have to replace five offensive linemen. Uh, they have a new quarterback, and they have the, you know they're in the North, which is a much tougher division. I'll just say this: you know, Oregon is at a spot where not this year, obviously, because it's a short season. I wouldn't have put them in this category anyways. But next, come next year, Clay, they're going to be a legit title contender with the recruiting. We talk about this all the time. Like, you were the probably the first person I think to really alert the nation and me really on. The idea of like you have to have a certain number of stars, right? In recruiting yeah. classes, Oregon's going. Oregon went six eleven. They're three right now in twenty twenty one. So if that if that holds, we're, we're building up uh, you know recruiting numbers to be competitive in in a title. Right? And like I think that's that's what we that's what people should watch for in the Pac twelve. Just Oregon's continual you know recruiting successes that might lead them to, to really the Pac 12s first ability to win a title. Since the Pete Carroll years. So it's a good point. I've been writing on this for years. I'm not saying about individual four or five star recruits, whether they're going to be good or bad, but if you want to win a national championship, even more so in the college football playoff era, you need to have at least three top 10 classes on average. And the average is about 3.6, I think. Uh, 3.6 top 10 classes in the four years before you win a championship the more four and five stars you have. Now, you still have to develop them. You still have to coach them up. All those other different things still matter. But that's the teams that are winning championships. You can't just get a bunch of two and three stars and coach them up. The numbers and the overall quality is just not high enough. Uh, Jeff Schwartz, we will talk to you next week. Appreciate the time, my man. All right, take care, bud. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We've got Dr. David Chow at Pro Football Doc uh, hanging out with us. You can go read him at OutKick. You can uh, search him out certainly on Twitter at Pro Football Doc. Dr. Chow, we got a big game going on tonight, Thursday night football, with all sorts of massive injury and COVID related issues associated with it. Packers 
on the road against the 49ers. How much healthier are the Packers than the Niners, and how would you break this down? Well, of course, the Packers have uh, running back issues, uh, uh, significant running back issues, where there are going to be a couple of unknowns running the ball. But on the 49ers, it is an absolute fantasy football nightmare. If you go to the profootballdoc.com field view, every skill position, every single one on the 49ers is red. All three wide receivers, the running back, the quarterback, the tight end, you name it, and actually two offensive linemen as well. So eight out of 11 starters are out for this game on offense for the 49ers. So when you look at the overall impact of that game, not surprisingly, the Packers are over a touchdown favorite. Um, that, a lot of that is predicated entirely on injury-related issues. It's not only this week, though. It's going forward. How long do you think Jimmy G and George Kittle are actually going to be out? Is it a season-ending injury for Kittle at this point? Uh, how would you assess it? Well, we knew Jimmy G was going to be out as of Sunday, and actually on OutKick on Monday, I said, look, uh, you might want to take the Packers minus two and a half because the line's going to move. I yeah. think it's at seven or seven and a half That's now. right. <laughs> uh, but in any case, uh, Jimmy G's season is not over. Uh, it's a high ankle sprain. I don't believe he's going to have surgery. That type of surgery is not done in the NFL, high ankle surgery. They do that George like at Kittle, Alabama, for instance, right? Correct. They do it at Alabama, and I'm not being critical of them for doing it, but I'm just saying they're in the minority. Yeah, it's not a look. Saquon Barkley last year had a bad high ankle sprain, did not have surgery. Christian McCaffrey is just coming back this week from high ankle sprain from week two and did not have surgery. So if you look around the NFL, you don't find those examples of that. But George Kittle season is not over. I'll go on the record on that. I know a lot of media have reported it. He's out eight weeks. His season is over. But John Lynch said it was a cuboid fracture. So it is not a fifth metatarsal Jones type fracture. And the cuboid bone, like its name implies, is kind of a cube. And he walked off the field with it. Initial x-rays were negative. It took a CT scan to see the fracture. So this is a non-displaced fracture that does not need surgery that heals well. Now, is George Kittle going to come back in two weeks like he claims? No, he's just being George Kittle. But I don't think it's eight weeks. I don't think it's season ending. I think a reasonable total is six, and it might be a little bit under. So if the 49ers are still in it, he's back this regular season. What about other sort of major COVID issues like Matthew Stafford? Can you explain exactly for people out there what's going on with him and whether you would anticipate him playing this weekend? Uh, Matthew Stafford has a chance to play this weekend. Here's what's happened in the NFL. Two major changes to COVID protocols. We know there's the wait period and all this other stuff, but here are the two major changes. First of all, you're likely to hear about more Justin Turner Dodgers World Series type incidences. We heard about two of them this weekend here, right, where you played in a game and you were testing positive because the NFL has changed the way that they test. They do a PCR test in the morning of a game that doesn't come back till the afternoon. That's an addition. So that's not a it's not they a weren't more testing of a on the day of the game prior is what the rule was, right? They were doing some point-of-care testing, which is potentially not as accurate, but more immediate. But now they have this PCR testing that they do regularly throughout the week uh, that happens on game day as well. And the other big change that affects Matthew Stafford is that if you're a close contact, you're held out until they figure out what's happening. But if you're determined to be high risk, and that's the key words, high risk, you are on a five-day mandatory quarantine and Matthew Stafford is high risk. Apparently his high risk exposure happened on Monday. So it's five days out. He is on the list through Saturday. Cannot, if it were, uh, uh, and he cannot fly with the team to the Minnesota on Saturday. Sunday is the first time, assuming he continues to test negative, that he would rejoin the team. And the team would have to fly him out on a private charter the morning of the game. A couple weeks ago, four of the Raiders' starting offensive linemen got put on the list on Monday. 
came off and played in the game, and it was a home game on Sunday. But their safety, Jonathan Abram, who went on the list on Tuesday, was ineligible to play. So that's the key. When you get put on the high-risk list, and really what we've been talking about here and in OutKick and everywhere for a while is be proactive. Don't get caught in a situation where you're with other people and will be considered high risk. You have to maintain the social distancing with the meetings and with practice, et cetera. And the NFL is finally making changes like realizing that the sideline is potentially more dangerous than on the field, and they're expanding the sideline because that's where you hang out with other players on a more long-term consistent basis throughout a game as opposed to running around on the field. We're talking to Dr. David Chow at Pro Football Doc on Twitter, uh, NFL Week 9 underway. We had another sort of pregame treatment incident. Uh, obviously, the one that we talked about with you quite a bit earlier in the year was the Chargers having their issue with Tyrod Taylor giving him that treatment. And as a result of that treatment, he ended up losing his job. I think it was a painkilling injection in the ribs, if I remember correctly. Now we've got Trent Brown, who is on the Raiders' offensive line and was just coming back from COVID. He was released from the hospital after getting a bad IV right before the Browns game. What actually happened there, and how common is this? Well, IVs are very common. Heck, rib injections are very common. But uh, and the Tyrod Taylor outcome and the Trent Brown outcome should not happen, should never happen, period, end of discussion. However, I can see how both of those do happen. The IVs pregame and people will say, well, why do you even need an IV? Well, I guess you don't have to, but you know you're going to get dehydrated, especially the bigger players. So it's very common. Lots of guys are getting IVs before the game. Very common. It's different per team, but you know, is it five players or is it fifteen? It's probably somewhere in between. Yep. And uh, and and think about this: if you're about to start an athletic activity and you have the luxury, would you like immediate IV fluids that will keep you hydrated, or would you like to continue to drink a lot of water, Gatorade, body body armor, or whatever you want, and have it slosh around in your stomach as it absorbs? Right. And we know absorption is not as great during high activity. So I understand why they do it is an absolute necessity. Not necessarily. Some of it is routine, but it can have some uh, benefit. But you're not supposed to have air in your veins. The good news is this. It's not like the movies where you see one little bubble in your IV track and it's going to cause you to die, okay? You need quite a bit of air, and the amount of air that would have gone into Trent Brown is scary, but it's not dangerous. And believe it or not, unlike Tyrod Taylor, who lost his starting job and missed over a month and actually has not returned to actively play yet because of Justin Herbert, Trent Brown, I still strongly believe, will play this Sunday. The air goes away very quickly. The hospitalization overnight, et cetera, I think was more about logistics and not flying home, and it was a road game. But I still strongly feel that Trent Brown will play and be 100% this weekend. How does that happen for people out there who get IVs or people who have been treated? How does and how much air are we talking about? Is that is that a needle error? Is that like how does that? I'm just kind of curious how that error would occur. Okay, when you get an IV bag, and most of us probably have for a procedure or seeing relatives, or a hangover, (laughs) or a hangover in Vegas, yes. Uh, there's a little bit of air that comes in the plastic IV bag and it's visible. And normally that's a non-issue because typically when you hang an IV bag, everyone's familiar with IV poles and you hang it up high. Why? Because you drip it in based on gravity. And usually each bag is one liter, so a thousand milliliters. And the typical drip rate is about a hundred milliliters an hour approximately. So it's about 10 hours to get that fluid in as it goes drip, drip, drip. Right. But for a pregame, you're running that fluid in in less than 10 minutes, really less than five minutes. So it has to go in pretty quickly. So you can't put the IV bags in the tube, um, you know, on the top of the entire Empire State Building to get it right. to rush in. So you put a pressure bag on the outside of it to squeeze the bag and push it in. Well, air inside the IV bag when the bag runs out 
it just stops. It doesn't get squeezed into your veins. But when you put a pressure bag on the outside of it to squeeze it, it will squeeze the air through the IV into your veins. So what we always did is I had a rule that he who plugs the IV in with the tubing has to extract the air because it's very easy to get fooled. The bag always looks full. It's actually full of air at the end on the outside of the bag, squeezing it so it can push the remaining ounce, at most two ounces of air, into the veins. And you just don't want to have that happen. So we always took that precaution. So I can see how it would happen, but it really shouldn't happen. It's because of the pressure and the squeezing and the speed that you want the IV in. What does that feel really like? How to... would he have known something was wrong? Well, it's disconcerting. The air goes to your lungs because it goes to the right side of your heart. Fortunately, unless you have a hole in your heart, it doesn't go up into your brain, which would actually be very, very bad. But in your lungs, you're just like uh, some pain, some shortness of breath, an uncomfortable feeling. And uh, I'm sure it would freak the player, probably the doctor, and of course everyone in the locker room out when he gets rolled out to go to the hospital pregame. It's very disconcerting to, to not be able to or feel like that you can't catch your breath. Right. But it actually isn't necessarily dangerous. <laughs> I'm not saying go try this at home, but the, the, the moment passes just with natural time, and he probably didn't get anything but supportive care at the hospital. Still good to go and be safe, and yeah, you don't want to take chances kind of thing. But it's very, I mean, imagine any time for a, a 30 seconds you have a difficulty catching your breath. It's very disconcerting. We're talking to Dr. David Chow. We haven't talked about this, but so far the Big Ten has come back to play. And for the most part, they've been able to play all their games. The big glaring exception is Wisconsin, which has had to cancel two different games. Now they're in a position where they could have to cancel a third, at which point they're no longer eligible for the Big Ten championship game, at which point they might decide to call off their season. Um, It seems like, again, knocking on wood, that most of the Big Ten teams have been fine. Wisconsin has had a major outbreak. Have you paid attention to this story at all from your perspective? Yeah, I mean, I still, look, uh, we talked about this. My daughter is at school in South Carolina, and I have more worry about what happens on campus and around the facility, uh, you know, just school in general. Yes. Uh, football teams are, are actually safer, but they're not immune, right? I mean, these these kids have only spend a limited amount of time at the football facility by NCAA rule. The vast, vast, vast majority of time they're with other students or in their dorm rooms or apartments or, you know, away from the football facility. In the NFL, in the regular season, I mean, literally, you're in the building, you know, up to 12 hours a day. So pretty much you go in to work and you come home and you have dinner and you kind of go to bed. But in 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 college, you have to be immersed in the community, and there's outbreaks in Wisconsin in general and on campus. So it's not just a football problem. It's just where we see it is on the football field. We had one more prominent quarterback. We mentioned Matthew Stafford, but Andy Dalton is on the COVID list in addition to having a concussion. So far, we haven't seen any uh, knock on wood again any quarterback room, let's say Cam Newton, let's say the Andy Daltons of the world, it hasn't spread to all the backups yet. Do you think that's a function of the NFL doing a good job and in instructing teams how to handle meetings and whatnot that, that that hasn't happened, or is it just luck? Well, I think it's 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 a little bit of both, right? And also, you know, typically it's three quarterbacks in a room, so it's easy to space. If you look at my position of concern was always the offensive line. A, they like to hang out together. B, there's a lot of them. And I was saying the offensive line meeting room now has to be the team meeting room or Zoom to get spread apart. When you're trying to spread apart three guys, four with the uh, position coach, it's pretty easy to spread them apart. Right. When you're trying to s- spread apart uh, 12, 14-plus guys, and maybe more because of, of practice squad players, I mean, it's a little harder to, to uh, conduct. Like, you have to be bigger – more spread out with that many people than a regular size elementary school classroom or high school classroom, right? I mean, you need a big, big, almost ballroom to fit 15, 16 people into it. Uh, And that's kind of uh, where we've seen more potential issues with the offensive linemen. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, 
that's part of the the planning ahead of time. And I also think teams are obviously much more careful with their quarterback because that's like the big the big deal. That's the head of the monster, so to speak. And so they've been uh, much much more careful. We're talking to Dr. David Chow at Pro Football Doc. Many college campuses, I want to circle back around. You've got a daughter, I think you said, at the University of South Carolina before on the show. Many different college campuses, kids are going home for Thanksgiving and not coming back this year because of COVID. And one of the that seems like it would make it easier for college football players on campus because they'd have less players, uh, less other kids to potentially come into contact with. But in the short term, we just had a Saturday Halloween. Uh, that is one of the biggest days and has long been one of the biggest days for parties on college campuses. How nervous do you think college coaches are with Halloween happening on a Saturday, knowing that some of their teams may have been on buys, but also there's just a lot of more party caliber events going on on campus that weekend? Well, no question, and and, uh, and facetiously, I mean, I certainly hope everyone was wearing some sort of mask yeah, for right. Halloween, right? <laughs> but in, in, in any case, uh, yeah, the the reason that campuses, and I adopted this early and was on board, and, and my daughter is doing the same for South Carolina, coming home for Thanksgiving and not going back, and she started school earlier because of this, is partly because of flu season and what is going to happen you don't know but the other part is you know kids want to go home for thanksgiving but that's a lot of intermingling so let's say that your example of wisconsin if the wisconsin kids go home for thanksgiving they were mingling with other kids that potentially had covid bring it back to their communities or perhaps their communities or perhaps uh, a kid from south carolina going to South Carolina is from Wisconsin, goes back to Wisconsin where there seems to be some outbreaks and then brings it back to the school and then leaves again a couple weeks later. They're just trying to cut down on the travel and the potential flu season and the intermingling of different groups to try and slow down the spread. So that is actually fairly logical to do that. Appreciate the time, Dr. David Chow. We will talk to you next week. Thank you. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be All right, let's knock it out. College football gambling picks. We have been struggling so far this year. It's time to get on a winning streak. Uh, Let's get rolling. Got the music in the background there, Danny G. There it is. And now we are ready to roll. I've got Nebraska plus three and a half on the road at Northwestern. That's Nebraska plus three and a half on the road at Northwestern. Liberty plus 14 and a half at Virginia Tech. Liberty Plus 14 and a half, Hugh Freeze's team undefeated on the season at Virginia Tech. Michigan, I think they bounce back at Indiana, minus three. I love the Gators. Tap the vein, boys and girls. The Florida Gators, plus three and a half against Georgia in the cocktail party. Uh, Maryland, Penn State, I like the over 62 and a half in this one. Uh, South Carolina, plus 10 and a half, hosting Texas A&M. Notre Dame, plus five and a half hosting Clemson, Tennessee on the road, minus one and a half against Arkansas, and Rutgers at Ohio State. I'm going to pick Ohio State to win big, minus 37 and a half. There you have it. Dub, do you particularly like any of those picks? I particularly like Liberty. They are absolute machines. Hugh Freeze, he can coach. Yeah. Now, I no- will have to disagree with you on on Notre Dame. I think Clemson is the play here. Notre Dame, since 1994, 4-40 straight up against teams that finish in the AP Top 10. It's a great stat, and certainly Notre Dame fans know it well. I feel like, and I understand the craziness on this, I feel like Notre Dame is ready to get a big win. They've been building for a while with Brian Kelly. I feel like this is their opportunity, particularly with the Trevor Lawrence injury. Freshman quarterback, can get him a little bit confused. Clemson was very wobbly in the first half against Boston College. 28-10, they had to score 24 unanswered. I'm a little bit nervous on that one too because Clemson typically when they get challenged just comes out and boat races everybody. And if I think about this game for too long, I'm going to be very disappointed in my pick. But I do feel like a little bit of faith in the Fighting Irish here that they're going to be able to cover as a home underdog. What time do you leave, by the way, Dub, to go to the Breeders' Cup? Uh, I'm leaving at some point this afternoon, driving up to Lexington. Not sure exactly when, but I will be in Lexington at some point uh, this evening. And you'll be live with us from the Breeders' Cup facility. Is that the plan tomorrow? Do you know? Yeah, I should be on the grounds at Keeneland, and uh, I'm pretty excited. So uh, hopefully, I don't know if they'll have me inside or outside. I might need to bundle up a little bit tomorrow morning early on. Yeah, it should be a uh, it should be a lot of fun. The LA crew will obviously still be in LA. You ever been to a? Uh, they had Santa Anita, right? Yeah. Uh, is that shut down now? We had Hollywood Park 
Uh, well, I'm not sure about Santa Anita. Obviously, Hollywood Park is no more. Yeah, Hollywood Park was the one near the uh, near the Forum, right? Inglewood, yeah. Yeah, I've been to Hollywood Park before back in the day, um, and uh, and they shut down that whole area, right? Is that where the football stadium is now? Exactly. Yeah. I've never been to a horse race before. Ever in your life? No, never. Uh, it's pretty fun. I mean, I, it would be more fun if I were able to really know what horses to bet on. Uh, it's fun to gamble, but it's better if you have some knowledge of the uh, of the horse racing business. I think, like, I have some knowledge of football, so when my bets uh, don't work, at least I feel like I have some comprehension of what I'm betting on. Um, but uh, but that is uh, that is really uh, that's gonna be fun for Dub to be at the uh, at the Breeders Cup. So uh, we've had a loaded show. I encourage you to go download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss anything. Uh, one more time, just gave you all the gambling picks. Fanduel.com slash Clay, one that has the best uh, gambling payoff of anywhere that I've seen. If you bet $5 right now and you are a new user in the state of Tennessee or elsewhere where you can download in Tennessee, you bet $5 if Tennessee beats Arkansas and they're a one and a half or two point favorite in that game. If Tennessee beats Arkansas, you win back $125 on a $5 wager because you get a 25 to 1 money line parlay. It's an incredible deal. Uh, hope to see a fun game tonight with the Packers and the Niners taking the field. We'll be back tomorrow breaking down all that and more. We'll also give you our OutKick six-pack of picks. Go sign up, fanduel.com slash Clay. Get hooked up now, and hopefully the college football gambling picks can get on a roll because it's time for us to start winning big in that arena. Okay, uh, podcast, get it. Download it. Make sure you don't miss a minute. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 